So I'm just going to start recording because I think that makes the most sense. I just had my buddy drop out for tonight, but that's okay. I'm going to get started anyways. Uh, welcome. This is Punching Up. I'm Rachel. Um, I have just a shit ton of hiring experience. I've been looking. I tried to calculate how many resumes I've probably looked at in my lifetime, but since on average, I think you do, what do they say? Seven seconds per resume. Uh, I mean, it's untold. It's it's a stunning amount of resumes that I've looked at in my lifetime. So I've seen really great ones, really, really terrible ones. And I, I think I definitely know the difference. So this is called punching up because you know, it's really my intention that I can kind of use my powers for good. A lot of recruiters, um, we get a lot of shit. If you look at Reddit, it's like truly awful. Um, you know, recruiters are just doing a job. And if I can help you kind of hack your way into a recruiter's brain and give you a much better shot at not just getting like a job, but getting a better job, like actually punching up, going to that next level, then I would like to do that. So this is basically a public service announcement. This is the first one I'm doing. And I'm gonna call this, uh, your resume sucks, but it's not your fault. So basically I asked for resume submissions that I could take a look at. Um, and thankfully some people in my life and kind of tangentially out of my life uh, we're gracious enough to send those over. So, you know, this is going to be a super short review. Uh, this one's super, super small. So basically I had somebody send over a resume. Um, it's an indeed resume, which is like my first pet peeve. Um, if I can tell you anything in way of advice, it's always create your own actual resume and upload it. It's going to take you a little bit more time in Indeed and I, by no means like use Indeed. It's the biggest hiring platform in the world for a reason, but try to differentiate yourself from the 300 other resumes that are going into that recruiter's inbox. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to actually create a PDF of your resume and then just go through the trouble after you've uploaded it onto Indeed of filling out all the stuff that they're going to need you to do. So it takes a little bit longer in the front end, but it's definitely worth it in the back end just for the results that you'll get. Anything that makes you stick out is a good thing. Um, so that's really my first thing with this resume is that it's straight up an Indeed one. My second one is um, there's only two jobs listed here um, and they're in paragraph form. So really what you want to do is you want to list your titles and then you want to bullet your responsibilities. You're basically going up against the Indeed algorithm. The Indeed algorithm likes lots of words. It likes them in bullet form. So you want to kind of play with the machine a little bit and that's the best way to do that. Beyond that, um, you know, the job history itself is not that bad. Looks like DoorDash, February 2021 to present. So roughly a year, which is great. And then before that with, it looks like no gap. Uh, before that was Whataburger. 
DoorDash can be kind of hard to convince recruiters that that was an actual job. It's all really in the way that you write it. Um, but before that, Whataburger, November 2019 to February 2021. So good, solid work history for customer service, like an entry-level role. The problem is that this person is submitting for a cocktail server role, which is um, kind of a step up because it's not just like a traditional server role. It's, you know, it's kind of more specialized than that. Um, I also see education. It, lo it looks like bachelor's degree in emergency medical services, which is awesome. Um, but this is not a finished degree. This is basically like a degree that's in progress. And then I see skills, a ton of skills listed. Um, now these are in bullet, but the problem is they are way down at the bottom of the resume and they are uh, actually bleeding into a page two. And you really want to try to do a one page resume if at all possible. And it, it really is. I mean, um, I can't think of a person working that really needs a two page resume. And especially because the way Indeed formats things, this is just kind of like bullets and then kind of nothing. Um, so it's just like, it doesn't present well. And remember a resume is really, it's a marketing document, if nothing else. So we're gonna work on this because um, I think there's some good stuff here. And I, I think there is an opportunity to do that punching up and get that next echelon job. But this resume to me would not do it. So I'm telling you, um, if I'm a recruiter and I'm looking at this, I'm going to take a pass because there's really nothing in here that differentiates you from kind of anybody else. Um, so I took a look at it and then I did some work. So I'm going to pull that up real fast. And I really hope I don't lose my connection in the meantime. So I just did like a quick kind of go through and I'm going to share all this in the episode page because I think it's really important. Um, I really hated when I was looking for jobs, especially like before I was doing this kind of work, you know, I'd go out to Google and I'd be like, oh, resume template. And they were so freaking generic that it was like no help at all or you get a resume building book from the library and it's like made for someone five career steps ahead of you. So I'm gonna really publish all the work that I do because I want, if you're Googling something like this, for you to actually be something that you could just kind of pop your name in where this person's name is. So um, I'm using the Google template resume. I think it's fine uh, for this level. Um, I would not, necessarily suggest doing a cover letter for this. Um, a lot of recruiters don't read them and really the cover letter, it's like a politeness thing. I get that part, but unless, I don't know, I don't know what would be in a cover letter that wouldn't be in your resume. That just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but beyond that, we're looking um so basically the first area is skills so i kind of took the bulleted items at the end under the skills and indeed and i turned them into kind of a paragraph form and so i used driven decisive problem solving and customer service so i 
Basically, uh, I defined you as a driven, decisive problem solver with solid background in restaurants and hospitality. And then I wanted to make you kind of a mission statement. Now, I don't think for this level that, you know, it's very disingenuous to be like, my mission is to be uh, a cocktail server because everyone kind of understands, anyone who'd be looking at this, that this is not like a career kind of thing. It's a means to an end. Now, certainly you can make a career of anything in the restaurant world, and I'm not knocking that. What I'm saying is like writing that your career objective, like your true lifelong objective in your career is to be a cocktail server. I mean, that just reads as false. So I just wrote my passion is customer service, but I want something more than a job. I'm looking to advance in my chosen career. I think that um, differentiates you because you know they're gonna look they're gonna see that you're in college and that's great you know restaurants are full of people who you know this is the way they make money on the way to their next thing or their chosen thing and that's totally cool you know they accept that you don't need to say like i'm gonna work at your restaurant for the rest of my life i'm gonna drop dead holding a plate um nobody expects that from you so experience um I changed it a little bit, so I still have that you're there because I, I think the strong things here are you do tend to stay in jobs, which is really remarkable, especially right now. So that's going to make you stand out a little bit. And I changed, um, you just have door dasher. I changed you to top dasher. And then if they asked you in the interview, you could talk about what the distinction is between um, having a customer service rating that rates you as a top dasher versus just a normal dasher. And then um, I bulleted a couple things for you. You always kind of want to highlight that you're a brand ambassador for a company, but you don't want to write brand ambassador in every single job you have. So I like to use brand ambassador in the top job, the most recent job. Um, and then I wrote about food and driving safety and communicating with customers. And then I went back and I did Whataburger. At Whataburger, you did a lot more training and you did front of the house and back of the house, which is awesome. It's great to be cross-trained in that. So rather than just sticking with, oh, I helped customers. Oh, you know, I, I knew how to clean. Um, I put more in about like standard operating procedures, safety protocols, and the training aspect. The training aspect is really important to highlight in the resume and in the interview, because that's saying that somebody entrusted you enough, somebody knew you were skilled enough, that they actually entrusted you to teach others the methods of the company. So that's a lot different than just being like a good worker that's actually being a worker that people want to emulate. Your management team wanted new people in the company to be like you, and that's why you trained them. So since that's the only two jobs I had, um, I stopped there. It'd be great if there was a third, but if there's not, there's not. Under education, um, I put your, your university, um, what you're getting a bachelor's in, but I wanted to make it really clear that you're currently pursuing. So I added your anticipated graduation date. And then uh, here's something really, really important. Under the certificates and awards section, um, you don't have anything in your current resume that says anything about alcohol. Um, and that's gonna be a problem for you if you move into cocktail, you know, that's gonna be in the bar. 
And so um, what you want to do to differentiate yourself, you know, if you haven't had this role before and you're trying to convince a recruiter that they should talk to you about it, you want to talk about all the things you've done to kind of prepare yourself for this role. So, um, you know, in it, I, I wrote to prepare myself for this position. I completed Skillshare classes and then I listed those classes. Um, and another great thing, cause you're using Indeed anyways, Indeed has all these assessments. So once you upload the PDF and always PDF, never Microsoft Word, always do a PDF. Um, once you upload your PDF into Indeed, and you, you know, you fill out all the spaces because Indeed's going to try to translate your resume, but always go through it with a real fine tooth comb to make sure it's a one for one translation. Um, under that resume section, it'll let you take assessments. So it will kind of, based on your job interests, it will kind of suggest ones to you, but you can ignore that. You can do whatever they suggest, but you can also, you can just take assessments. So I just typed in bar real fast. Um, and there was an Indeed assessment for bartending, for customer service and reliability. Reliability is a huge run right now because, you know, like the buzzwords in recruiting right now are just kind of like very down on candidates, you know, like, oh, you know, nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody wants to work hard anymore. All the good ones are already taken, blah, 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 blah. It is not true by any means. But again, this is not about, um, recruiters being likable. This is about how do you basically get past the recruiter to get to the person who's going to hire you. Recruiters do not typically make hiring decisions. So your job is not to make the recruiter love you. It's just to make sure the recruiter thinks you're palatable enough to get you in front of someone where you can dazzle them. So like, think of it as like the recruiters, the troll in front of the bridge that you just need to like say the right words to, to get them the hell out of your way. Um, so I had, I've been rated as an expert in these, um, just be careful. I would take an assessment that doesn't matter to me at all. And that I'm never going to use, um, just to get the feel of indeed assessments. And then I would take it because whatever you get in these assessments, it's going to stick for six months and there would be no point at all of sharing like a proficient or like any of the lower scale like if it's not highly proficient or expert it does not belong in your resume um but i said expert in indeed assessments for bartending customer service and reliability and then here's another thing you really really need to consider is um here in new mexico which is where this resume is from um you need a a liquor card you know, an abc card in order to be serving alcohol um while they'll certainly talk to you and think about hiring you if you don't have it yet they definitely won't if you're um you know if you're the bare minimum is to have this card. It's not that hard. You take a class online. So the fact that, you know, if you haven't done that yet, they're definitely like, there's 50 people who already have their card. You might as well put this on. It's just one less step before they can get you in the door. And really, you know, in jobs like this, they want you to start tomorrow. They don't really want you to start after the next online class. So always kind of be cognizant of that. So if there is a certification that you need for a job, get that certification before you start applying for it. Um, and that's really all I did with this one. Um, in the next few 
episodes, I'll show you like a more kind of insidious way to get in front of recruiters with the resume. We'll talk about that. Um, I have a lot of things planned for this, but I wanted to start off kind of nice and simple. And again, I will put this, I will send this resume to the person, but also I will post it without any details so that if you are going from DoorDasher and restaurant and you want to end up like in the bar, this would hopefully at least get you in front of someone. Um, we can talk about tips for interviewing and all that in future episodes, but for right now, I just want to get you like the opportunity because nothing sucks more when you're actually looking for work than knowing that you could do a job, knowing you're qualified to do a job, and then like getting that rejection email three seconds after you submit because you, uh, you know, you didn't have enough words or you didn't have the right words or whatever the hell it is that made you fail the algorithm. Um, so we're going to talk about all that stuff, but I think this is a good place to land for now. So thank you so much for listening. I hope any of this was helpful and I will talk to you next time.